Welcome back to the Deacon Hoover Radio Network for another one of Alex Deacon's shorts. Alex, the Deacon himself, you're back for another one of your little uh, abbreviated shorts. I am back. You can't get rid of me, Adam. I can't get rid of you. Um, listen, here's the deal, guys. We got a, we got a little informative short here. We urge you to go to dhrea.com forward slash learn. That's where you're going to find the full version of this broadcast. Um, but here at the Deacon Hoover Radio Network, what we wanted to talk to you guys about today is... Um, Alex, what is next after you get an applicant approval for rental uh, for a rental property? Uh, a lot of you know, a lot of investors might not know what's you know the the correct procedure. What's the next step? Okay. What's the next step? So yeah, what's next? I just approved an applicant for my rental. That's that's the heading of this this segment is okay. So the first process is approving an applicant, right? That's a whole different session. Right. We're going to talk about what do we do once we have approved an applicant. Because there's a whole step-by-step -step process to collect the security deposit, the first month's rent, all that stuff, right? So once we go through the applicant approval process, we're done. We decided that, okay, we checked the background, blah, blah, blah. They're good. We're going to rent to them. Okay. We want to get a security deposit. We want to get that security deposit now, right? So if it's today is October 6th. Yes, if sir. they're going to move in November 1st, we want that deposit now. That's non-refundable if they decide they don't want the apartment in two weeks. If they call me the next day and say it's October 8th and say, look, we made a mistake. We don't want it. I'm like, okay, just come get your deposit. We're fine. We're not going to be idiots about it. But if you make if you, we, two weeks go by and we're just, hey, where's that deposit? Eh, you know, we kind of changed our mind. Sorry. Well, now you're probably not going to rent that place until December 1. So right. you just lost yourself or the owner that you're managing property for a full month's rent. That's huge, yep. right? So make sure you get that deposit. And how should that deposit be in what form? Should it be in Monopoly money? Should it be in <laughs> peanuts? Should it be How should it be? A check? No. It should be a certified check or money order, okay? Because those are very hard to stop. Gotcha. A regular check could bounce and then you're screwed. Right. Okay. Right. So we always take our deposits in some form that's very hard to not clear. Okay. Okay. We and that's just protecting your own investment, protecting of course, yourselves. Yeah. And we don't take partial payments. If they can't afford a full month's rent security deposit now, three weeks before they're going to move in, how are they going to afford possibly even afford the rent in December or January or February when their car needs brakes? I mean, they're running on a shoestring budget. So those are indicators where, you know, hey, oh, hold on. You want me to take payments on the security deposit and come November 1, you got to pay me a full month's rent? No, not going to happen. Right. So, so don't do that. Please don't get in the habit of doing that. And typically, and, and just from an outsider looking in, if they're already, if, if a potential tenant is asking you to make payments on the down payment, my instincts, and I'm not even an, an investor, are already telling me that they're going to do that with rent as well correct okay yeah so just, they're running too tight so just keep that in mind now we it's nice to get cash cash sometimes can mm, not show up on your tax return i'm not going to say anything more than that right but we run a business here and the way we run it everything is above board we really don't we try not to accept cash because cash is not traceable so a tenant could say hey I left cash in your Dropbox. No, 
don't ever leave cash in my Dropbox. Don't, I don't want cash. I want something traceable. Mm-hmm. Okay? And again, so, it's, it's that important paper trail of just protecting get, yourself. Get in the habit of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, if they come in here and they owe $3,000 in rent and they're bringing cash, I'll take the cash. Yeah, right. Okay? <laughs> cash is a good thing. But we, we clearly state in the application that um, how we want our security deposit and our first month's rent also has to be certified check or money order. Okay. Um, it's not fair to us if you know people can't pay that, then you know what you don't get the keys. Mm-hmm. The next thing we want to make sure of is um, that they have the utility switched over. Right. So do they have this utility switched over or are we going to move them in and hope they switched them over bef- before the you know the second day of November? So they should provide you proof of utilities being switched into their name. They can get an account number. And so on and so forth. They can even have an account number and not have it switched over, and it happens. But chances are, if they have called to get an account number, then they have it switched over in their name. Okay. So that's important. Uh, what else do we do once the applicant is approved? Um, make sure that they fill in a checklist of they walk through the property. So if we give them a checklist, they fill it out. If there's a hole in the carpet, a hole in the wall, a burn mark on the bathroom sink because somebody sits on the toilet and smokes and you know first of all all of our units are non-smoking okay but it happens um then when they move out they don't get charged for those damages because those damages were already there so we always have a a move in move out checklist those are just uh, really those are probably the bullet points most important things that we do after we approve a tenant and you might think they're trivial but they're super super important and you'll be sorry if you don't kind of adhere to that and stick to that throughout the process. And it's it, to me, it sounds like it's an extra layer of protection, not only for yourself but for the potential tenant. You know, I mean, this this kind of protects both sides of the coin. Uh, so I wouldn't see why anybody wouldn't go this route. And, 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 and exactly. hear your advice on this. Yeah. So if somebody says to you, "Well, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the way you did that," then don't rent from me. Right. I mean, I'm not breaking the law. I just want it done this way. I'm not discriminated in any way, but this is the way I want paid. This is the way I want the process done. If you deviate from it, then we don't necessarily, I mean, you're already giving me grief and you're not even a tenant. So, no, I don't want you as a tenant. And keeping it with a proper procedure, the same procedure with every tenant all the time, that just makes you look like a better businessman. But It makes you look more streamlined. And then you can't come, you know, nobody can come on you and say, hey, that's unfair because you said that Joe Smith down there could mm-hmm. do this, that, or the other thing. It's just, again, it's, yeah. it's consistency is yeah. key. Yeah, be consistent and uh, be firm but fair. Yes. Yes. There you go. Um, now, as far as that goes, guys, that's all we have in, because we wanted to keep this one extremely short. Please, 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 for the full version of this informative broadcast, go to dhrea.com forward slash learn. That is where you're going to find the deacon himself, Alex Deacon, and all of his wealth of knowledge. Uh, the full versions will be uh, will be posted there uh, for a small cost. Uh, guys, this has been Adam with the Deacon Hoover Radio Network, and we will see you guys next time.